It's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Welcome to the IHSA Safety Podcast. I'm Ken Rayner, and I'm your host for this episode on Ontario's Fleet Safety Council. My guests joining me today are Donna Bish, Health and Safety Manager at Stericycle, and Charlie Charlambus, Coordinator, Research Stakeholder, and Public Relations at IHSA. Great to have you both here. Thanks for joining us. Charlie, how about we start with you? All right, so what's the best way, Charlie, to describe the Fleet Safety Council to a listener who's hearing about it for the first time on this podcast? Thanks, Ken. The uh, The Fleet Safety Council, simply put, is an association of safety for pe- professionals from across the province, all working together to promote health and safety in the transportation, transport, bus, and coach industries. It's a nonprofit association, and we're managed by volunteer volunteer network. We have eight chapters, and essentially, we're open to anyone with an interest in transportation safety. We uh, we meet regularly, we share best practices, and we have a variety of guest speakers who speak on a number of health and safety related topics that are relevant to our membership. All right, sounds interesting. So, so Donna, you've been involved with the Fleet Safety Council, as I understand, for for a little while now. Could you explain maybe what your current role is, and then what initially attracted you to begin attending these council meetings? Sure, thanks, Ken. Well, I'm currently uh, the past chair of the Fleet Safety Council Toronto chapter, as well as the chair of the Joint Executive Committee, which makes up the executive for the provincial committee, consisting of the chairs and vice chairs from each chapter. I was introduced to the Fleet Safety Council back in 2003 by an IHSA consultant who had suggested I check it out as I was new to the industry and he had indicated that I would that it would be a great resource. I remember my first meeting being intimidating walking into a male dominated room thinking what am I getting myself into. Uh, I was no doubt one of the youngest and most inexperienced members there. However, I was soon intrigued and engaged as I saw it was a great opportunity to to meet people and to gain knowledge and understanding of the transportation industry. One meeting turned into two and it wasn't long that I had a couple of members respectively take me under their wing and become my mentors. It really opened up a lot of doors for me and it has contributed to my professional professional development today. Fantastic. And it's great that, you know, you felt comfortable enough as someone who's inexperienced being amongst a bunch of uh, experienced professionals that you felt comfortable enough to continue to attend the meetings. So you said 2003. Charlie, do you have her beat from a sen- seniority perspective? Were you there before 2003 or did you come after? I think it might have been a couple of years after. I think I was around 2005, uh, 2006, but uh, very similar to, to Donna. I, uh, I was invited to attend a meeting of the Toronto chapter while I was at my previous employer. And the topic being discussed that day was sleep apnea and and a well-known doctor was going to be speaking on the topic. And as somebody that has sleep apnea, this piqued my interest. And after one meeting, I was hooked and asked my employer if this is something that I could attend regularly. And just the rest from there is history. Uh, After attending the meetings for for a few years, I joined the Toronto Chapter Executive Committee, uh, helping out with speakers and presentations. And after that, I was uh, I moved into the role. I was elected to vice chairperson and finally chairperson. So it's it's been a great ride ever since. Wow, amazing. Okay, so you you, you talked about history, right? So a, as I understand, the Fleet Safety Council was formed almost sixty years ago. So this has been around for a while. Maybe you know Don has talked a little bit about the structure of the council. Can we just touch on that a little bit more? Um, and maybe Charlie, what's the story about how this all started? Yeah, no. It, 
way back in uh, in 1964, uh, a small group of commercial driver trainers all got together. Uh, they met at a hotel in Toronto, and they wanted to discuss forming an organization that, in their opinion, would help improve driver safety among commercial drivers. Uh, as a result of that meeting in January of 1965, the, the very first meeting of what was then called the Transportation Safety Association Council of Driver Trainers, a little bit of, of a tongue twister, uh, that took place with, uh, with seven members in attendance. That group itself would later become the Toronto chapter. And then over the years, things started to grow and change and form and the need for regional chapters grew. And that how we got to where we're at today with eight chapters across wow. the province. Excellent. And okay, so Donna and Charlie, you've both admitted uh, that you've been involved in the Fleet Safety Council for more than 15 years. You didn't say how old you were you when you started, so that we're leaving that one alone. Um, <laughs> but obviously, you both find great value in continuing to participate and also to 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 uh, become more involved as as members of the executive. Um, could you share with some of our listeners maybe the, some of the highlights that uh, illustrates the value of attending regional chapter meetings and an event that we haven't even discussed yet, which is the the annual Fleet Safety Council conference. So maybe Donna, we we'll start with you. What, what are some of those, um, you know, the, those attributes or highlights that you know that provided you with a lot of value over the years? Sure. So for me, um, it became a great platform for networking, whereby I was motivated and and strived to be a part of the bigger picture, to really work towards uh, making a difference, taking on the various positions of recording secretary, treasurer, vice chair, and chair for the Toronto chapter allowed me to work with various leaders in the industry, giving me the opportunity to share my experience uh, and skill set accordingly, and gaining so much in return. Um, in addition, with the various guest speakers and resources introduced during the monthly meetings, it also provided me with great takeaways over the years that has allowed me to make a meaningful contrib contribution as a certified safety professional, as well as within the organization that I'm employed with. All right, Charlie, how about you? Yeah. Um... Again, just to touch on what Donna just said, like where else can you have a doctor come in and speak to the membership one month and then the next month you have a lawyer come in? Uh, a lot of our speakers are members and some of them are, are industry subject matter experts who really see the value in speaking to our membership. And it's uh, we we really do bring out some great speakers with, uh, I think the term that Donna used there was lots of takeaways, something that you can you can take away and implement or use at work uh, when you get back. So that's been great. And then Ken, you asked about the conference. It's been around for over 30 years now. Uh, we just hosted our 31st annual conference this last October. Uh, it's structured around a one-day educational event, and we've consistently sold out at least for the last seven or eight years. Uh, a few years ago, we even had to move to a larger venue because the, the demand was there and we had a wait list of, of delegates that wanted to attend. We host uh, one day of education and our goal as part of the conference committee, which Donna and I both participate on, uh, is to find speakers that have not spoken at our regional chapters over the last year. So the content is all new and relevant to our members. Uh, we also work really hard to find great keynotes that we know are going to bring uh, bring additional value. And again, something that our membership, our delegates, delegates can take away. The day before the conference, we also have uh, our annual networking uh, day, which includes something like a bowling event in the afternoon for the members to get together and, and have a good time, followed by our 
annual networking reception, which takes place in the evening. And it actually takes place where our uh, sponsor trade showroom is. So the sponsors get a little bit of exposure and uh, our members get to uh, to interact and mingle a little bit before the uh, the education the next day. Fantastic. Okay. So this sounds, I mean, this is very positive. You know, we're, we're talking about a couple of, of uh, professionals such as yourself who started both attending meetings back in 2003, 2006. You've continued today. You've seen lots of value. You've, you've now stepped up in your uh, participating as members of the executive and helping to coordinate these, these sessions. Um, um, the for someone who's interested in becoming a member, Donna, and, and I'm asking this kind of tongue in cheek because I know what the costs are, but they're 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 so they're so reasonable, right? Like what? So, so maybe share. Uh, so someone that's listening, going, well, this sounds really great. It must cost a lot to attend this. Um, amazingly enough, it doesn't, right? So what are some of those costs for a member, either it's individual or corporate member? What does that look like for joining the Fleet Safety Council? So most chapters charge uh, $50 for an individual membership or $100 for a corporate membership, which allows for three people from the same organization to attend the chapter's meetings. Now, most chapters host 10 meetings a year between September and June. We do take the summer months off, uh, July and August. And our northern chapter, because of the, the large geographical area our members travel in from, hosts four meetings per year. Wow. Now, each meeting, yeah, each meeting is approximately two and a half hours. And most meetings usually have an industry guest speaker, as Charlie and I've mentioned too, who provides our members with all kinds of latest updates in our industry. And guest speakers have included, but are not limited to the MTO, OPP, CBSA, CVSA, and, and legal experts. So our members also receive a monthly correspondence newsletter as well with information on the Fleet Safety Council updates, IHSA updates, industry news and regulatory news, as well as press releases. So a lot of great resources and information. Wow. So they're getting all of that in about two and a half hours for what would cost uh, essentially like a specialty coffee at Starbucks. Exactly. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So $50 for an individual for the entire year and $100 for a corporate membership. And that includes up to three participants that can attend. So if you're getting a corporate membership, even greater value if you're going to attend those, uh, some of those chapters that have 10, um, 10 meetings a year. Fantastic. Okay. Um, Charlie, maybe we'll uh, finish up with you and with this question is what do you suggest to a listener? Now we've piqued their interest. Um, you know, you shared some information, uh, you know, you shared your own experiences, both of you. We've just talked about the cost, which is shouldn't be prohibitive for anybody for joining. What do you suggest to a listener who's interested in learning more about the Fleet Safety Council, Charlie? I guess your your first stop would be visit our website, fleetsafetycouncil.com. From there, you're able to find out more information about our chapters, our meeting schedule, the guest speakers, just all information about the Fleet Safety Council. And there, you can find the information online or I'll provide it as well, but you can either call or email us to find out more. Uh, our phone number, which is generic for the entire Fleet Safety Council and, and monitored by us is one 800 263 5024 extension 6040 or you can email us at admin at fleetsafetycouncil.com but the best thing you can do is just reach out as a non-member we can make arrangements for any of the chapters for you to attend a meeting as a guest no obligation come out for free check it out i can guarantee that you're going to like it you're going to see the value in it and you're going to want to join. Fantastic. And hopefully someone that joins this year, we can do a podcast with them in about 15 years time and they can talk about all their experiences. <laughs> Perfect. Fantastic. So thank you to, thank you to you both. I know we've been wanting to do this one for a long time. The Fleet Safety Council is a phenomenal resource 
um, that we certainly recommend to anybody that is a safety professional, anybody that wants to, to really to get more information about uh, creating a safe and healthy workplace. Um, the Fleet Safety Council is an amazing resource for doing that. So Donna, Donna Bish from Stericycle, Charlie Charalambis from IHSA, thank you so much for joining us today on this, on this important podcast. Um, and thank you, listeners, for listening to the IHSA Safety Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like us on your podcast channel and visit us on ihsa.ca for a wealth of health and safety resources and information. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening. Each year, about 5,000 IHSA Supervisor Logbooks are ordered for supervisors across Ontario. Why is the logbook so popular? Because it was developed by the industry for the industry. That's what makes it unique. IHSA thanks the members of the Labour Management Network and Advisory Councils who contributed their knowledge, experience and time to the preparation of this Supervisor Logbook. Contact IHSA at 1-800-263-5024. That's 1-800-263-5024. Or visit IHSA.ca. That's IHSA.ca.